Nigga, are you nutted? No, I was I was um doing that part in the Reach of My video by Avant where he was <laughs> and then the beat drops. I know what you're thinking. I know. It's all right with me, baby. I know when you know and we know and I know what you need. What you... (laughs) Avon was that nigga. He was. Um, He... Who was. who was um who was the lady that sh- he was always uh, collabing with? Kiki Wyatt. Kiki Wyatt. Yeah. Like they like that like the, their rendition of of my first love was like oh. oh god magic. So good. Um, yeah. So Kiki good. Wyatt can sing down. Yeah. But uh, so also... much yeah, so much so that they tried to recreate that same magic with that that other song that they did like years later. I was like, oh wow. It's like it, it's like the reboot of that show you love, but it just doesn't hit the yeah. same. When the, that reboot of that show you love in the early 2000s But like, yeah, just like exactly. let let it be it like it, it, it was it so be. forced. It was so forced. They even say uh, she even says in the song, it's like I we got a hell of a chemistry. I'm like, you you know what? <laughs> you know what? Wait, what is it called? Because I I love, but you know, nothing in this world was also about. Listen. You said, Oop. Uh, nigga, don't fucking play with me. It's not Ooh Baby, is it? Is it really? No, Are no, no. I, the, no, the, no, the one, the one you're, you just referenced, like when, when the two of them were in the courthouse singing to each other. Yes. <laughs> I can picture us smiling in the rain. Watch a movie on fucking flame. Oh, I love it when you scream my name. Doing 60, <laughs> no, in, the 60 third in the third lane. Okay, I was like, okay. <laughs> yes, oh, nigga. Nigga love. I love it. I love nigga shit. Wow. We really were spoiled. We really were spoiled. <laughs> yes. Is it you and I, I, I? Or It's like nothing in this world I wouldn't do for you. And then like Avant just like, and, and then they both just start hollering at the end of the song. Ain't nothing <laughs> in this world I would do for you. And then Kiki's and I like, think, oh. I don't care what they say. <laughs> and Kiki was young. Mm-hmm. Kiki was young when this song came out. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I love us for real. Yeah, you and I. The the one, okay, the yeah. one I was, uh, the, the ooh baby one. It's like, you yes. and I are hell of a chemistry. <laughs> Yeah, they could have kept that. They could have kept they, that. They, they they could have held on yeah. to that in in their hearts. They had they had two in, good in, songs in their and, in their um, Google drives. They could have yes, held absolutely. That on today. They had two good runs, and they could have kept it there. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Oh, oh, oh my God. Um, oh wow. I'm this so is so oh my god, this is so embarrassing, you guys. Um I didn't realize I was talking in white bear. I'm sorry. Does Toby um, know White Bear? Because it seemed like he knew what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. My roommate yeah. dog Toby does, does also Toby speaks, speaks White Bear in, in White Bear. Um, so, uh, sorry about that, guys. Y- y- y'all didn't know a bitch was multilingual out here. You, you didn't know. Well, now you know. Cause it's Mike Super Short Show. No, but <laughs> Jesus. You know, Allison Stoner is on that shit. Just out of nowhere, like uh, for, like first she was she popped up on in that in a bunch of Miss Yelly videos, and all of a sudden she was just like on in Disney Channel in these little shorts, and I'm like, is that the look? <laughs> I, I remember, love, I love her. They they took uh, they took the show I think on like the red carpet or something like that, and they, they were interviewing like Jamie Lee Curtis, and um, they were like um, between one of us, like who's your favorite? And, and Jamie Lee Curtis like po- like looked at her, she was like, because that girl can dance, and she was like, yeah, freak <laughs> out, like. <laughs> Like she wasn't busting some nigga ass dances in the Miss Yelly video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freak it. <laughs> wow. I love, I love the woman uh, she's turned into. I love it. I love it. And she's bisexual. Like, girl, right. go off. Come on. Mm, we love mm, it. We love mm. to see it. Love to see Miss Yelly's daughter thriving. Um, <laughs> Who's straight in 2020, anyways? Right. Mm. But anyway, welcome to Big Boy Brunch, where topics get tasted. I am Lolo Von Z. That is L-O-L-O-V-O-N-Z, a.k.a. Since that nigga's worst nightmare, a.k.a. Dick's so bomb, bomb, bomb. North Korea won't smoke, a.k.a. the reason your daddy ain't but your tuition this semester, a.k.a. Trade in America, a.k.a. If I had some dick, we would be best friends, a.k.a. the deadbeat cousin, a.k.a. the top heard around the world, a.k.a. music coach child, a.k.a. faggot of the darkness flame. We are sitting down to some pumpkin spice crepes. Uh, if you don't know what a crepe is, it's uh, like a flat little pancake. Put the batter in the pan and just kind of like roll it around until it gets like wolf thin. And you flip that bitch. Flip it. Flip that bitch. You, um, I got some cream cheese and strawberries to go with it with a side of bacon and some hot ginger tea on the side, uh, giving the booze a break this week. Uh, Right. I am here with the hostess with the mostest, Dre. What's good, Papa? Hello, folks. Hello, niggas. I um I don't know if y'all can tell, but my my nose is stopped the fuck up. I woke up. I'm sorry, not woke up. I went to sleep. I I, I no. Let's just I I got sick last night. I don't know where the hell it came from. It's not the Rona because the bitch could still taste and and, and taste and smell. And you know, there's no breathing issues, but like I don't know, it's like a post nasal drip. But I'm glad to be here. Um, if I start sounding like um, snuffleupagus, I'm sorry, but you know, I'm here, and I'm glad to I'm glad to be heard. Please, like rest up, like take some I try, take child. some e- some emergency, oh yeah, or or some like I got some ginger. I can send you that. Um, Get some, get some local just. honey. Some, so no, I'm like, for like some like local honey will like knock out um, seasonal allergies. You may have seasonal seasonal allergies, which which might be able knocked out with um, um, honey made by bees, like in this in this region. So like regional like in bees, a farmers market or some shit. So something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I learned that a, a couple years ago. So if you like, it's like your allergies. They're like specific to like where you, where you are. So if you right, right, right. 
have some of that honey, some of that local honey, you know, clear that shit right out. Sounds good. All right. It is time for a heaping helping of geek news and a segment I like to call Nerdy Nuggets Pup Cemetery. Got it. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, took a, it took a second this week. It took a second, mm-hmm. but I got it. I okay. got it. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll get it next I week. fuck with the vision. <laughs> <laughs> it's morphin' time once again. Entertainment One is bringing back Hasbro's Power Rangers brand for film and television adaptations. The company has tapped Jonathan Entwistle, creator of the Netflix series I Am Not Okay With This and It's the End of the Fucking World, to shepherd the projects. E1 will develop and produce the projects with Entwistle set to direct across both formats. Jonathan has an incredible creative vision for this iconic and hugely successful franchise and is hands down the right architect to join us as we reimagine the television and film worlds of this property, said E1 executives Nick Meyer and Michael Lombardo. Across our slate, we are looking forward to working with the most talented storytellers as we take on Hasbro's rich fan favorite brands and build entertainment universes around them. In 2018, Hasbro acquired the Power Rangers franchise from Saban Brands, releasing their first products in early 2019. In addition to the new non-kid projects under Entwistle, the Power Rangers-inspired kid series, Dino Fury, is currently in its second season. Hasbro's film properties include Dungeons & Dragons, as well as the Transformers and G.I. Joe film franchises. This is an unbelievable opportunity to deliver new Power Rangers to both new and existing generations of awaiting and adoring fans. We'll bring the spirit of analog into the future, harnessing this action, excuse me, harnessing the action and storytelling that made this brand a success. I'm looking forward to working with the teams at E1 and Hasbro. Together, we can't wait to share more Power Rangers with the world very soon, said in Whistle. Uh, I'm excited. Um, it, it's um, it's about time that we had like a, a re envisioning of of this franchise. I've been a long time fan. Like I had sacrificed uh, many you know normal you know social interactions uh, for you know rocking <laughs> rocking hard with this franchise. Yeah, Just, um, a lot of missed dates, a lot of missed um, parties to get invited to. You know, just. Um, all for the multicolored motherfuckers in spandex. <laughs> so you, you you check back now, like after like like 2011, 2012, that whole like nostalgia kick hit, and now every bitch want to like Power Rangers now. But <laughs> that I'm I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm excited. Um, the only thing I'm I'm kind of confused is like how they're gonna do it. Are they going to go back to the very first season with Mighty Morphin and just like start th- and just like start all over again, or are they going to continue? Like I did hear a rumor that after Dino Fury, um, that they were not going to use any more Sentai footage. I I could be wrong because I've I've also heard that one of the Japanese versions, uh, Q Ranger, the season with the most amount of Rangers in it. I swear to God, like I should you not. There are 12 Rangers in this entire season. 12. God damn. 12. 12 different colors. Well, not different colors. Like, they got red. They got blue. 
they got yellow, they got pink, they got green, they got black, they got orange, they got purple, they got sky blue, they no. got um, <laughs> um, they got gold and silver, and what? I think and, and hello, and, <laughs> hello, <laughs> and then they got um, well. He's like a Phoenix Ranger. So like, it's not like a new color. It's just like black and red. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's a bunch. And I think they're saving that one for the 30th anniversary. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm, I, my one thing with the Power Rangers, um, the later seasons, they just, the stories just have not been in, as engaging. And I know like, this is weird coming from um, like a Power Rangers like franchise. But if you really, if you look back, to like the turbo season and the in space season and the lost galaxy se- like the like that like from like 97 to like 2001 or no 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 even like 2003 like the writing was solid so the end of turbo like the the bad guys won they like destroyed their whole base and so they had to like go into space for the next season so they, they they fled and they jumped they hopped into a spaceship except the little kid because he was a little kid because i was because kids can't fly in in spaceships obviously so the <laughs> they had four of them go into space and meet up with a red ranger in space that turned them into like the new team and the red ranger had some had some some baggage like the the evil villain was his sister who was kidnapped when they were kids by another mm-hmm. villain and like programmed to be evil and all this stuff. And then she has a whole like redemption arc. And then she comes back as um, the pink ranger later on in like the following season. It, it's, it's some wild ass shit. It's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's mad cool. And I love it. Um, pay so, attention, Lord. Yeah, some, yeah, like the, some, some deep ass shit in, in power Rangers. And I, I, um, I think I, I wrote, I recently wrote, wrote a piece in off color, um, Go visit offcolor.org, um, where they, um, I think I mentioned um, a Silver Ranger in one of the seasons of like Lightspeed Rescue, um, a specific Ranger that they made specifically for that season, um, like his backstory. So like, so like the commander of that team, like he, like he had two dog, he had two kids. Um, he had the daughter, he had daughter Dana, and then a son Ryan. Dana ended up being the Pink Ranger. Um, but Ryan ended up being the Titanium Ranger, but like the story's wild because like when they were kids, he um like he like he they, the three of them got into a car accident and he was hanging off the side of a cliff holding both of them. Um like he was holding Dana in his arm and then Ryan was holding on to his leg. He was like, I can't hold on to both of them. And then the evil dude from that season <laughs> flew in and was like, I can save your son, but you will not see him until his 18th birthday. And he was like, I don't know. And then his son's like, dad, I'm slipping. And then he falls with his shoe and it's like, ah, and then dad's like, no, save my son. And then the evil dude's like, yeah, bet he's mine. And then he came back and then he got, he was brainwashed to think that his dad just let him fall and let him die. And then the evil dude saved him and cared about him. But really, he really, he, he, what you going to do? You go like you, you you get into a car accident, you off a cliff, you holding two of your kids, and you like the only way to save one of them is to have them get get 
kidnapped by this evil demon. Like, so what do you, what are you going to do when you back against, when you back against the wall? What are you going to do as a father? Yeah. So like that's yeah. story writing. So like I need drama. Like I need like it's <laughs> y'all can the kids can handle it after after all the shit that went on in Steven Universe. Like the kids can handle a little a little live action Absolutely. drama of the same stuff. So that that's 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 what I'm getting at. All right, let me. Mm-hmm. Let me switch topics because you know, you know, like if, if I if I really get into Power Rangers, we're gonna be here for the next like 40, 45. Absolutely. To three hours. You're a Power Rangers girl. I love it. <laughs> Morphin time, ho. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh moving on to so the Oscars may allow the late Chadwick Bozeman to make one final history-making mark on award season. Entertainment Weekly has confirmed that Netflix will be submitting both Bozeman and co-star Viola Davis in the lead actor categories for their work in the upcoming Netflix film, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Adapted from the 1982 August Wilson play of the same name, the film is set in 1920 Chicago and follows Ma Rainey's Black band members and white record producers as they both try to get the irascible mother of blues to record some of her songs. As ambitious trumpeter Levy, Bozeman in particular serves as a foil to Davis as Ma Rainey, with the actress telling Entertainment Weekly, Levy represents everything that is antithetical towards her belief system. He is representative of a new phase of music that will render her extinct. He is unruly and undisciplined. The explosive role is the last one Bozeman will play following his death on August 28th um, after a private four-year battle with colon cancer. The actor was 43 years old. By moving Bozeman to lead actor, it puts him in contention against acting heavyweights like Anthony Hopkins in The Father and his Five Bloods co-star Delroy Lindo. While the move places him against Lindo, it frees Bozeman up from competing against himself in the Best Supporting Actor category, where he has a chance to be nominated for playing Storm and Norman in the Spike Lee epic, which was also made for Netflix. While there have been posthumous Oscar nominees and award wins, like Heath Ledger winning for The Dark Knight in 2009, Bozeman would be the very first person to posthumously be nominated for two acting awards in one year. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom premieres on Netflix on December 18th. Whew, wow. Heavy. What do you think about this? Yeah, so um, uh, a lot of people were were pointing out that um, were pointing out that Viola was wearing a you know had to wear a fat suit to play Ma Rainey, and um, people weren't you know happy about that because there they you know people rightfully pointing out that there are a lot of fat black actresses who could pull that off without wearing. A fat suit and you know people are pointing out that like you know fat suits are something that a lot of people have gone over and said this is really a wild thing um which i get and, and like i think well, what happens is this always comes down to the fact that there are only a limited amount of roles for certain people for dark-skinned folks for fat folks for disabled folks, for trans folks, there are only cert- there are only a certain allotted amount of roles made for these uh, people, for actors and actresses 
um, actors in general with these intersections. And I really couldn't argue about it because I was like, because remember when um, Zoe Saldana like wore blackface basically, <laughs> darken her skin. Blackface and, like, and a, a prosthetic nose, a prosthetic, girl. I was like, Woo, excuse child. me? And there, like, there are so many dark skinned black folks who can play. Anyway. But yeah, I I love Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Yeah, love, so yeah, much, love her now. Right? Love her now. She's amazing. She's a great actress. And and Loki from the um trailer looks like she's gonna body the role. Oh yeah. All of that being said, um the fat suit is just ugh, like girl like ugh. like it's just not a good look like people have pointed out enough that this is not a good look i don't know why uh, i don't know why um, folks are yeah, still doing it, it but it's um, very it, it's very odd it's well not odd it's it's fat phobic but um yeah. yeah this is not on like viola davis this is on like this the like the industry at large which is like no pun intended but um it was wild because the, this is not the first time Viola Davis was cast as a plus-size Black woman in role. Like, she she was cast, at, well, twice now, as Amanda Waller um, in the DC universe for Suicide Squad. If you look in the comics, Amanda Waller is a very, very large, like, woman. Like, e- easily, like, three-something. Like, e- like easy. And the comics leaned into that that they, they um i mean like not until like later on i think that they they slimmed her down but like in the early comics like she was a large woman and she was in large she was in she was in charge like she um was like she's kind of like um she's kind of like a black female kingpin in 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 some ways uh for like the, the dc universe um and Picking a smaller woman to play the role, um, you know, def- definitely um, like le- leaves out like it, it it erases the character a, a little bit. Um, yeah, like uh, Viola Davis is not like skinny, skinny, but she's not like large. Like it's it's kind of like the um, kind of like the the issue that we're having online of like guys or people in general just saying they're thick, but like they're they're not skinny, but they're not like big, big. So it's kind of the, it's like it, it, it the sucks. basis it's of like, their body is muscular, like it's uh-huh. muscular. That's what yeah. y'all are. So it, it's it's a lot. Yeah, and um, like I don't. God, this is so annoying. <laughs> like if, <laughs> every if, single time, every time. You know what I mean, it's, it's like, like damn, yeah. nigga. Can we just enjoy some shit like without y'all doing we? some stupid shit? Can we, girl? Like, it's so annoying. Like Charlize Theron, how, I don't want to bring her up, but like, even though that that's kind of a screwed up thing too. But also, but she committed to that shit. She, how much weight did she gain for her character in Monster? Like she didn't wear no fat suit. Like that woman for real, like gained what, like fifty or sixty pounds? Huh? I did not know for her that. character. Oh yeah, she gained weight. Even though yeah. like I'm so like. Um, I, that, I actually just thought, thought it was like committed. just in. Yeah, there are actors who really go through like that that body uh, transformation. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, whether it like Christian Bale, 
and yeah. I, f- I forget, I forget what the movie was, but God, I hate bringing him up. But um, <laughs> yeah, for most, fit, for fit, most, fit, actors. no, no, um, Fifth Nificent, Kurt, Curtavius, <laughs> um, Two Quarters Jackson. Um, uh, you, you remember when he he slimmed all the way down uh, for that for that role at like All Things Fall, Fall Apart that movie that like eight people saw. Yeah, I was like, nigga, you did all that. For oh, so nothing. you really committed? Wow. Like, that, I mean, all right. I mean, c- c- like, like my mom said, I was like, oh, he looks sick. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah, girl. yeah, yeah. <sighs> um, but like, yeah, like I think when people cast, um, like people are like specifically when it comes to like dark skin folks, when it comes to fat folks that's an intricate part of the story like mm. because of the world we live in that is an intricate part of the story like it's it's not just something uh, as a matter of fact because people don't make weight a matter of fact thing people don't make dark skin a matter of fact thing like mm-hmm. it affects your worldview it affects everything so you cannot just like act like it's just something that you don't have to consider too much Anyway, yeah. But both of their performances look great. Viola Davis's and Chad, Chadwick's yeah. performance, like they, you know, they be acting, they act, they they some acting ass people. So they be for acting their asses real. off, like for real. It's like, yeah, it's and like, for real, they might give Chadwick. Um, they they better give him both. Now. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> give him all the things, all of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. And would I think would that be the first um, time someone wins an Oscar from a Netflix movie? I'm tripping because Laura Dern did win Best Supporting Actress, so she and th- from from uh, Marriage, whatever the fuck, um, yeah, uh, okay. she won for Best Supporting Actress. So that's okay. yeah, but he would be the first. What I guess, bl- man, black man, uh, for a, a leading actor. I guess the um, first blespian. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Oh, that's dope. So yeah. Lord Dern would be the first person who won, and I guess Chadwick, if he wins, yeah, wow, I can, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, give him yeah. all the things. Yes, um, absolutely. And yeah, you know they, they got to have a big, super dramatic movie come out at Christmas time. That right, movie, right. And um, that that movie that Tessa Thompson is in, that that romance movie. Um, Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the, the lady wants to be like a, a television producer and yeah. the, the man who's who makes music and they they fall in love you know tv and music mm-hmm. they, go, they go to get like i want that kind of love like <laughs> a successful tv producer and, and a successful oh, yes. one. like yo that's like the dream sounds amazing I don't even oh and i didn't know that that's that meant the guy is carrie washington's husband i was like hold on oh yeah it is yeah that's mm-hmm. him Mm-hmm. That's fine. Anyway, so he he knows how to love himself. Hey <laughs> man, that old yeah, that 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 old school lane. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> Me neither, but I'm I'm here I'm here for it. <laughs> Moving right along, <laughs> I told you I was gonna blow your mind this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is from Sci-Fi. The last few years have brought a lot of change in the horror sphere, especially in terms of representation, with newer releases boasting more diverse casts, from Jordan Peele's breakout hit Get Out in 2017, 
to one of Blumhouse's latest offerings, Evil Eye, which features an Indian American family at the heart of it. But 20 years ago, this wasn't the case. As Final Destination creator Jeffrey Reddick tells Entertainment Tonight, any attempts to include Black or queer leads in his films ultimately ended up with the characters being straight and cast with white actors. I've actually written a lot of characters of different ethnic backgrounds in my scripts, and they ended up casting them with white actors and actresses, says Reddick. The writer of the Day of the Dead remake then went on to say that the film industry at large would automatically envision a white person in a role unless the script specifies that it is a character of color. But even that didn't prove enough when it came to Final Destination 2, in which Reddick had stated that the lead character of Kimberly Corman was originally written as a Black woman. In my treatment, I wrote the character of Kimberly as Black, but when it got to the script stage, that description was removed and they cast a white actress. So while he feels that actress A.J. Cook from Criminal Minds, who did end up playing the part, was great in the role, he had hoped that a Black actress would be considered for it as well. It's been something that I've been fighting for 20 years while I've been in the business to try and get more diverse voices and characters on screen, says Reddick, who has also faced a similar kind of battle when it comes to featuring openly queer leads in the films he writes, something that is still all too rare in the horror genre. Usually the people of color get whitewashed and my gay or lesbian characters get de-gayed. It's been very frustrating as a creative person and as a person of color who's gay, it's especially frustrating. Am I? I was to, I was to, no, but I was today years old. Well, I guess yesterday years old when I found out that the creator of the Final Destination series was a black gay man. Correct. That right there, I was not prepared for it. I don't know why I never looked Nigga, it up. Nigga, what? But what? But it makes sense. I know for a fact. It, it, it does. It, yeah, it, it, yes. it makes sense to have that, like, um, to have a black queer man, like, writing mm-hmm. about death, constantly following him wherever he goes. No one else wow. can see it, but death is constantly following him wherever he goes, and he can't really escape it. Whew. Bitch! I love it. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Oh, that was the gag right there. Like the characters getting flipped white, um, sucks. But I, I, I'm not too surprised. But yo, that is this, like this man is like black queer core excellence. Like I, I had no yo, clue, bruh. Damn, bruh. I'm a, I love. Wow, I love he it. Some good shit. He some, some good, good shit. shit. Some mm, good shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow. And I, I love I'm the so Final sorry. Destination uh, franchise. I think me too. It like I, I've watched I've watched every single one that's come out. Like yeah. no matter what, like yeah. it, it doesn't matter how bad. It's just like I've always <laughs> like I've always watched it, not even knowing. Yeah. I just yeah. I just loved the um, I just love the fact that like just some like regular ass like accidents can happen mm-hmm. and like you'll just end up fucking dead. Like it's it's some. Like it's some weird ass like shit. Like the um, they do the whole like Rube Goldberg sort of like um, plot device, not plot device, just like device where like one thing leads to another, causes like a domino effect, and it ultimately ends up in somebody like dying. Um, yeah. it, it's very um, it's a very interesting like setup, but I, I liked it. You know, yeah. fucking weird. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> And the second one was actually one of my favorite ones. It was like that, that, um, 
that scene on the highway where everybody, yo. <laughs> oh, God. The fucking logs dropping. Bruh. Like, some people, like, losing their shit. Like, um. I was so afraid to drive on the highway yeah. for a long time after the that. The mom and her son, like, she's, like, the son is just, like, playing with um the plastic bottles. Like, they, they make sure you see, like, you get a good look at what is going to be their demise, ultimately. Yeah. And then, like. Um, some shit goes down and she tries, the mom tries to break, but like the car shakes and one of right. the plastic bottles like gets stuck between her foot and the brake and they both fucking die. Like, yo, it's it's some it's some wild ass shit. Wasn't and yeah. wasn't it like um not most death? It's Kyle from Living Single was in that movie, wasn't he? Yes. Like, yes. He has guns. He what has. Is, the, uh, I feel so bad. What's he picked his up the gun. <laughs> like he picked up the gun. He, he he tried to like off himself. He's like, I'm in charge of my life. I'm in charge of yeah. my life. And then he goes click, and then he's like, <laughs> and they're all duds. I'm like, nah, right. Nah, it nigga. ain't time. Death gonna death time. gonna kill you when he wants. When they want to kill you. You can't, right. you can't just take right. yourself out of the. You can't just take yourself <laughs> out of the equation. You know what I'm saying? It's wild that shit. But thank you, um, thank you, Jeffrey Reddick. Like, yes, I'm. I'm. We're gonna have to have him on the show at some point because I yeah, would love that. Oh my this, god! This, like, this is some. Fu- this is blowing my mind. Yeah. Um. But yeah, <laughs> that is our last, very, very, very last story that wraps up today's segment of Nerdy Nuggets, Clit Chapter Two. I I don't. You you, you should have stuck with the first. Nothing. I don't. What are you talking about? I, I said that at the beginning. <laughs> I'm not playing with you. <laughs> what you. No, you you tripping? Like I, I'm not. I'm I'm doing my job here. Like I'm. You know what? Uh, if I had job. a quarter for any time a man told me I was tripping, you could afford to have someone tie your shoes for you. <laughs> Shut up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, no guests today, but we we got a we got a sexy little review for you, a little movie review. And um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> let's just say it's going to be bad. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> You're mad. Why? You should be glad. All right. All right. All right. We will be right back. Miles from civilization. I have a dream for the future. A secret experiment has given birth to a new breed. Bloody animals. Oh, my lord. There's something wrong with the sheep. They attacked us. Oh, nonsense. And we are back. It is time to review this movie. Um, 
I apologize to Dre. Just kind of sprung this on him in the group chat. He thought I was playing. I was not. Yeah. Um. So, Black Sheep is a 2006 New Zealand comedy horror film written and directed by Jonathan King. It was produced by Philippa Campbell and stars Nathan Meester, Peter Feeney, Danielle Mason, Tammy Davis, Oliver Driver, Tandy Wright, and a bunch of other actors from on the other side of the world that we don't really know much about. So, it's basically... It's basically um, Night of the Living Dead, but with mutant sheep. Mutants, yeah. mutant zombie sheep, excuse me. Thank you. Yeah. Um I remember the first the first time I saw the trailer for this movie, I was at a lock-in in my youth group's church, like my church youth group's um thingy. Um, I think we were watching this other movie, this other semi-horror movie called like The Covenant. Don't it, it, it's an Episcopal church. Like it uh, like yeah, it's it's the it's a like Episcopal church like are like the most liberal, like they be like they be getting canceled by all the other churches because they, they they be they be, on, <laughs> they be on some wild ass shit. And it's like y'all watching horror movies in the Lord's house. Like, you did. But but I, I will I will say that I will say that church had a had a black Jesus. Well, oh. well, he, it was a brown Jesus. Like like okay, <laughs> hella white people in in the jump. But like um, when you go up to the front of, of the altar, like they have they had a huge mural of Jesus, and he was very brown. So there's well, that. All right. But yeah, I saw the trailer for this movie, and um, wait, how many years ago was that? This was years ago. 2006. 2006. You've known about this movie for 14 years. And I think um, at the time, like, I I was still in my, my, like, I'm scared of everything phase. Even though I was, like, four, I was, like, coming on to 15 at the time. Like, I saw the trailer, and I I just did not want, I just did not want to go. I I was like, I'm not fucking with this movie. And I forgot about it. Because it's such an obscure, like, out out of nowhere movie. And I've been, I've been looking for some interesting movies to watch um, this month. Like, uh, just just some like interesting shit. I'm like some like scary shit. And I'm just like, oh wait. So this movie I was scared of back in 2006. Like, would it still be scary now? And I I clicked it. <laughs> I clicked on it, and I'm like, no, actually no. It's it's very dumb. Very very violent. Very violent. Um, funny. Scary, yeah. no. I think after, um, but well, okay, I'm getting a little ahead, ahead of myself. So it's absurd. Um, we're about to spoil the hell out of this movie, and not if if anybody cares. So if um, if you want to see it and then come back, um, I've heard it is on YouTube <laughs> from my means and them. I can neither confirm nor deny. You did not hear that from me, or if you want to get it the real way, like it's they're selling it on Amazon, on DVD. If you want to go retro, so no fuck. <laughs> <there's> that. 
so but yeah, you can find it yeah so let's just um let's jump into this shall we <clears throat> so let's so the main character of this is henry um henry oldfield like and like from from like the big the name the blast name alone. fucking name <laughs> nigga oldfield <laughs> White people just look around, look at their surroundings and just yep. be like old field. Yeah. That's what we'll be called. God, the creativity. Um, yeah. So um it, it it starts with a flashback. Um or like yeah. Henry is a little kid who lives on a sheep farm in New Zealand, his dad and his brother Angus. So um his dad like really really loved um henry because he was he was really good at farming sheep but so like because um dad was showing favoritism um angus wanted to be a little bitch and you know play a prank on this dude um (laughs) so like he calls him into the into the um into one of the stables or something or something or he walks into the stable and this dude his older brother pops out wearing the dead carcass of a sheep of like the pet like their pet sheep or one of the sheep or whatever like yeah it was his pet sheep like i know it must be boring as hell on a farm but that is not normal (laughs) no so keep that in mind that this motherfucker is like on some like sadistic shit from jump, from jump. Okay. Yep. Okay. So right <laughs> after that, right after that, the farm's housekeeper comes in and tells them that the dad died. Their dad died in an accident. You know, tragic, tragic, sad, tears, boohoo. Um, and this causes Henry to um, gain a fear of sheep. It sucks. Cause like the, the very thing that he used loved as a kid, like it just turned into something that he feared. So like um, he left, he left the farm after his dad died and all that. And you know, Angus being a fuck boy. So 15 years later, Henry comes back, comes back to sell his share of the family farm to his older brother but what henry don't know is that his old his older brother is on some like jeff bezos shit on some like (laughs) he's he's carrying he's doing all this like genetic experiences like experiences experiments (laughs) yep um and they're turning, he's turning the sheep and these like regular ass sheep into these super angry, pissed off, like zombie sheep who can like infect you with like a little bit more than rabies, girl, they bite you. Okay. So these environmental activists, we got the man, Grant, and then we got, see, I, I couldn't. I couldn't really get her name. I just like I, especially in a movie with like white people, I'm just be like, all right, blonde dude, taller blonde dude, brunette dude, <laughs> blonde girl. This is blonde girl. I looked up her name after I watched it, and 
Girl, her name is <laughs> her name is Experience. Jesus fuck. <laughs> you know we we stay joking about these like white hippies and they and they names like y'all like y'all dare be calling black girls names ghetto and shit. This girl's name is Experience. Like, like, what, what is this? Hell? Like like her mother just gave birth to her and was just like, "Ooh, wow." That was an experience. <laughs> oh my God. Got dear, it. Got dear it. we have the perfect name. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Lord. I don't even have the words. Mm, so these two environmental, like tree hugging people, they show up to the lab and like they, they are like investigating the wild ass experiments that Dooman is is carrying out. And they managed to steal one of the mutant lamb like fetuses yep. or something. Um yep. and take it out into the woods to kind of um to like expose them, expose all, all the all the wild all the wild stuff that they that they're doing. Um, yep. as you do, so they're out, <laughs> in the, they're out in the woods, and the dude decides to open up the canister. Um, yeah, so he opens. He really up. thought shit was sweet. Yep. Yeah, thought thought shit was sweet, and then um, the mutant sheep thought he was sweet because he bit. This <laughs> arc. <laughs> And just went on his Took merry a whole way. Chunk out that nigga air. Yes, yep. I, I get, yeah. The way like it, I love the, the special effects. They, they try to make it as comical as possible because that yeah. nigga's ear stretched like Laffy Taffy. I was, Bruh, like, <laughs> I was like, this is you are joking, <laughs> dude. Like the little the little baby lamb just like crawls into the field and starts like biting all the other sheep to make them to make them crazy. You no, know he was he was crawling up a hill <laughs> with his umbilical cord. Just dragging behind him. I was he like, was determined. I was like, like I was these so humans weak. are going to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Henry and the homie uh, Tucker, um, his name is Tammy Davis, um, the only character of color in this movie, or main character of color in this movie. Um, he's. I looked up the, the actor. He's he's um, Maori of Maori descent. Go off. Um, they they show up to the farm, and they notice that like one of the sheep tries to run. Um, and this leads to another comical moment where um, Miss Experience steals a a gun from the car, um, <laughs> and tries to stick up. Um, Henry and Tucker, and she don't know how to use the gun, girl. He's like, he's like, oh my god, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing to these sheep? Don't and they literally have to like show her like, like where the safety is. And they're like, yeah, girl, just just give me the, just give me the. <laughs> oh god. So um, they they put their differences aside. They go to invent like she she tells she tells them that there's some wild shit going on at the farm. So like, all right, let's go check the shit out. They find like they find one of the farmers just torn the fuck up, mm-hmm. and so like, oh yeah, oh some, some shit's definitely going on. Um, 
and so they they are um they're, they're in they're in the farmhouse henry sees one of the sheep and is like he's remember he's scared as fuck he like mm-hmm. he shuts the door immediately but nobody knows like what exactly happened but he right. what he knows is that he's scared of the sheep and that actually that action actually saved them because that sheep turned out to be one of the zombie sheep and yep. he was going, he was going like tear through the motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, they close the door, like the sheep just like charges, like charges the fucking door, like and like busts his head through, like that. <laughs> that shit like took me out because the way that head was moving, I just <laughs> that shit was so funny. Yo, the yo, the puppeteers had a field day that day. I could have imagined not. Not laughing. Yeah, I couldn't teeth, imagine yo, not laughing. Like, you, were off, you were geeking off the teeth. That looked like chiclets. They look like dentures, my nigga. I could not stop laughing every time they took a chunk. I was like, ain't no way. Mm. Ain't no way y'all are tearing out my intestines with some perfectly square teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Got some fucking oh, veneers. And then when, when when Tucker shoots a sheep and like you think they think it's dead, and then it comes back again, like man, like right. I shoot it again, then shoot it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> like, um, so they 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 um. They, they make it to out to the car. Um, and the, the way they do that is that, so experience is like, like on some full like Zen type shit as environmentalists are. So she like has, she has Henry like meditate uh, because like the pathway to the car is blocked by like a herd of sheep and they don't know like well, one they don't know if that if more of them them sheep them biting ass sheep motherfuckers are out there, and two Henry's it's scared terrible. to death of sheep anyway. Right. So this is like right. his worst nightmare come to life. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she's like, she's like, okay, so we just gonna like just like think about the chakras and have like how like the the first chakra, the back chakra to like the spleen chakra to like the 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 uvula chakra <laughs> like the back the back of the head chakra, like, like on some like i don't know like some rock lee shit like like yeah. open opening all his chakras <laughs> okay so yeah so the sheep is um in the car bites tucker and you know like yeah some 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 wild some wild shit it, it like is possibly happening because like um like er- earlier, so we have like Grant who was bitten by one of the sheep and he's slowly beginning to turn. Like there's this one scene where he grabs a little bunny and like just like just digs into little homie like a Taco Bell pizza. <laughs> It just like goes ham, and once again that that stretchy effect that stretchy came effect. back again. My man's like, crushed. You just see a whole bunch he of shit crushed. all come off that bunny. <laughs> <laughs> like God damn. <laughs> he runs into Angus Henry's older brother, 
um, um, Duran tr like tries to warn Angus like there's some wild shit like you are doing some evil ass shit Angus like I don't give a fuck I'm rich bitch get the fuck off my property <laughs> and then he he responds by biting this dude on the hand like this big ass bite you know what I'm saying <laughs> um, so yeah he's you know that <laughs> so now he's infected. He don't even know it though. Um, they they go to the lab. Henry and Tucker finally find out that um, that Angus is doing all this wild these wild experiments on these sheep, um, and they like trank they trank Tucker. They like take him. They like kidnap him in some some wild mm -hmm. shit. And Tucker's like, leave, get out here. And then they're, they're like experimenting on this dude. Like they try to take the boot off the one the one that was bitten, and it's mm -hmm. like a sheep's foot now. <laughs> and it's like oh, Son, a whole hook. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? I was here? like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then I love how they cover it up, like like right right before Angus looks back. I'm like, oh no, 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 you, no, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that shit, that shit was too funny. Um so they, they run away. Um because yeah, like they they were gonna kill all of them, but Angus was like, oh no, that's my brother. I can't I can't really do that. So they while he's having like an internal conflict. And you know, while the sheep's DNA is like flooding his bloodstream, they they got away. So, <laughs> so and one of the most iconic shots in the scene. Um, so like it's like a herd of the sheep, just like swarming down like the, the grassy hill, and it, it's a it's a very interesting like um, way that they kind of inverted this scene because it's. Because you know you've we've all seen like National Geographic shit like that. Just seen like a herd. It's a very nice herd of sheep, just like very calmly and like coming down this like grassy field. But in this horror movie, it's just like a bunch of like rabid sheep that are ready to like tear motherfuckers apart. And they they're were coming down, down this like grass, <laughs> like like off a of Lion King type shit. Like, oh, I was like, oh yo, I, no, it was too much. <laughs> um. Henry and experience like fall into some pit full of guts. Girl, oh friends. Um, <laughs> and the first thing, like they get up, it's obviously like, like some gross ass shit. And like, and, but you know, naturally the first thing experience does is she lights a scented candle to kind of like center herself. In a pit of guts. In a pit of guts, folks. In the pit of gut, she said, "Let me go ahead and align my chakras real quick, bitch." You know what? Let me go ahead. You know what? I had to. I kind of sided with her at that moment because I cannot. I, I can't imagine like the type of smells that are in that pit. So, <laughs> like, if if there's like an overwhelming like you know funk, like I can't think. So she had to like like that little candle at least get some like, you know, get, you know. Recharge the olfactory senses so she can get no, so they, so they can you know get on get on the journey. So they they, they find they find another way um, to get out in like the tunnels. Um, we cut back to Tucker. Um, so Tucker like is going like full sheet mode. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, girl. 
like it, it, it was one of the freakiest moments of of the of the movie. Now, um, like he turns into like a whole ass like giant like humanoid type sheep. Now, um, if I hadn't seen Sorry to Bother You, have you watched Sorry to Bother You? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, this this would have been even weirder. But after yeah. watching like the the Equisapiens shit in Sorry to Bruh. Bother You, bruh, that was some wild shit. Oh God! <laughs> um, see, see, not, like you, you were like, I'm not ready for this movie, but like another movie prepared you for this. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> so, it. Um, I was. I was worried. I was like, Oh God, the one per, the one character of color is is about to get turned into a fucking sheep and killed. Right. But actually. <laughs> The gag, like the scientist yeah, actually gag. like created a, a whole serum that chased him back. And I was like, yep. wow. Yep. What uh, okay then? All right. Shit. Um <laughs> did not expect that at all. I I, I really I really did not. I, I, I thought I he was either gonna die or they were they were gonna let him out <laughs> to go uh-huh. kill. Yeah. But um, after the the girls, the lady scientists um, give um, gives him the shot, like sh- um, she gets eaten. So Deservedly. yeah, and then we we cut to the older brother Angus giving this presentation to like all the investors and shit about mm-hmm. the new like genetically engineered sheep. Which is such uh-huh. a, a, a fucking wild sentence. Like, it's just, like, I'm sorry. Just listen, hearing that out loud. Li- listen, like- listen. Money needs to be made. <laughs> Money needs to be made. So. Oh, my God. He is like, all right. Okay, girls, get ready. Freaking uh, new sheep. Okay. I, I know, like, the like the, the sheep that God, that God made. Like they cute and whatever, but I I got like the next the next level. I'm about to snap. I'm, I'm, snap. I'm, about, I'm about, about to go to off. Yeah. yeah, like like Fenty X sheep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. And then right when the when the presentation is starting, it's like um, you just see like the herd of sheep that was coming down the the grassy hill just just go ham. <laughs> Hey yo, um, oh we didn't we didn't talk about one of the other um I guess we, we didn't go into depth about one of the other scientists that got attacked. Yo, like oh yeah the, the way these sheep go in, like with them yo, square teeth, it, it's like, like 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 they must have some like Bronx DNA because they straight jumped this nigga and tore him apart. Like they did. Like they don't <laughs> they don't do shit by themselves. They like they no, was like, we, nah. We, <laughs> we in group, son. Uh, Danny Brown jump niggas like fuck one on one. Oh my god, yo! Like they went ham on that whole presentation. They did. No one was spared. Okay, they like like there are some business people that get torn the fuck apart. The, like there's this one, one one of my favorite I think and you you texted me about this one of my, yes. one of the favorite parts of it um, like one dude like he gets his he gets his uh, foot bit off and there's this one sheep that's like stalking him ready to finish yeah. it off this dude picks up 
his severed leg and throws it at the sheep. <laughs> yes. I was like, I was laughing so hard. Yes. Give give this movie all the things because that Honestly. that right there. <laughs> I was like, this is so ridiculous that I love it. Like, <laughs> this is perfection. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh Lord, I love us. I love that. I, love it. I need to I make it to it. New Zealand at some point because that shit, y'all. They they know how to they know how to have fun. What else happened? Oh yeah. Also, let's be clear: the the sheep were tackling people like <laughs> like football players. Like, like, like they were like, like o- o- Odell Beckham, fucking Michael Orr type shit. They like, put their shoulders into that. Like, like they, they say, oh, like they had beef. <laughs> They have beef <laughs> with these people, okay? Damn. Said, say, bow. Oh, my gosh. I just, <sighs> wow. <laughs> it, it, it's it's like um, like whatever was in the DNA, it ha- has them subconsciously like playing videos in their head mm-hmm. of humans just like eat, just eating sheep meat and like... And, <laughs> With with paired with with a nice um, baby with a nice red lamb chop (laughs) right right (laughs) a nice cabernet sauvignon like no (laughs) this one for my brothers and sisters (laughs) (sighs) this movie I said it I said I was like how I feel like this movie is like the top most absurd movie for me is Sharknado and this Mm -hmm. is like right below it. Okay. This is right below it. Okay. Because... Okay. Some yeah. Um. Oh yeah, and then we didn't talk about um. So like Henry and experience. <laughs> this damn man. I'm so sorry. Experience. <laughs> they finally run into Grant, and yeah. this is the first time we see like a fully realized humanoid sheep. Um, mm-hmm. I do feel like they flubbed the reveal a little bit. Cause like the slow mo effect that they had on it was kind of, it was very like '90s. It was very like a choppy mm-hmm. slow mo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was like the effects yeah. were still in, were still like very very impressive, but it was it was just like very very odd. Um, yeah. And I love how they they stuck, they they kept like the horror comedy aspect like all all the way through, mm-hmm. and like while like. They're being attacked by Grant as this gigantic ass human sheep. Um, experience goes like, Grant, have you have you been eating meat? <laughs> uh, was it? And then she goes, Was it at least organic? And I was like, Oh, bitch! <laughs> what? Like, shut, <laughs> shut up! Get, get the no! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god <laughs> that that actually reminds me that one of the people um who got attacked by the sheep in that meeting were was screaming but i'm a vegetarian <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid fuck the innocent fuck him right. <laughs> Oh my oh, God. God, yo! Did someone? Oh, I, I love it. I love it. I, I, I love it. <laughs> um. So, 
so Henry and um, Experience they 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 go to the they go to the house and it's like it's like nighttime now. Um, and they go to they go to warn Angus like about these wild ass sheep going around. And um, like you said, just when you think this movie like can't top itself, um, it pulls out the strap and tops itself yep. once again. <laughs> We walk, they walk into the house, they, they barricade themselves in with the old lady. Um, I think the same, he, I, it might be the same housekeeper from like um, when they were younger, but I think. I really but, thought uh, that was Henry's grandmother or something. I don't know why. Yeah, so, so, someone, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they go to warn Angus about the wild ass sheep, right? And what they don't know is that, so. Angus realizes he's been bit. The hand that he was bit on turned into like a whole light hoof. Mm -hmm. And the, the the fancy new sheet that he showed off for like the donors or like the, 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 the sponsors or whatever, investors. Um, he had a little thing for for old girl. Also, um, let's talk about that sheep when you get a when you get a moment. Let's talk about that sheep. Um, we can talk about it now. You can talk about it now. Oh. Like I, I saw that sheep and I was like, "Is this movie like an allegory for like white supremacists?" Like, because that um, sheep was clean. That sheep Crisp. was white as snow. I was like, "So white. this nigga's trying to create it's a purebred white sheep." White sheep. The coat is trying white. to breed out every impurity. Okay. In the sheep. Yeah. This nigga wants a superior, quote unquote, superior race of sheep. Yeah, the movie's like, called Black Sheep. We do not see not one black sheep in this. In one. this, yeah, the attitudes are black. Like, hold up. Not the. <laughs> I was like, hold up. Yeah, I caught that. I caught that. Well, okay. yeah, the, the attitudes are black in the fact that they, they want to rise up and attack their oppressors. You know what I'm saying? There it is. Uh, yeah, that that did experiments on them. Okay, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they get to the house. They're like Angus, yo, the sheep going crazy. We gotta get the fuck up out of here. Dude is like, he ain't got no pants on. He got he got his dress shirt on. <laughs> it's just like he got his dress shoes on, smoking a cigarette. Very relaxed at what yeah. what is going on. Like even though he was like, he had a front view, like a, a front row seat view to like all these people getting like turned turned the fuck out by these fucking yeah. sheep, and. You, you you see the little like pure sheep will just walk out very like that was a creepy sheep oh my god like they look at him with no pants on they look at the sheep and he goes you wouldn't understand and I'm like this motherfucker <laughs> now I am clapping sheep cakes in the middle of a fucking zombie epidemic girl no I got my priorities straight. <laughs> like, if I'm gonna die, let me let me like let me get at least one more nut off. Like he <laughs> said, sheep poon it is. Uh, not sheep poon. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So like um all right, so they try to they try to leave. They try they try to like go go for help, get out for help. So like the first trick is to like get like a sheep coat and have Henry like crawl out like a sheep. 
So he does that. He's crawling out uh, among all the wild ass sheep. Um, one of them attempts to mate with him. Um, so that was that was a moment. Um, and yeah. He, yeah, girl, <laughs> this movie just just keeps going, just keeps going. Um, and then the the coat comes off, and he's like, "Oh, I'm about to get ripped to, ripped to death by these motherfuckers." But wait, can we talk about how he looked back and he saw the sheep balls, and he was like, "Oh my god!" And so he took something and hit the sheep in the balls with it, and the sheep like <laughs> the sheep screamed. <laughs> And that's when the coat came off. But nigga, he really hit that sheep in the balls He's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> well, I was like, yeah, this is a joke. Dangling sheep balls. This is what this is where we are. Like, I am not trying to have my cheeks clapped by no sheep tonight. <laughs> No, Lord, this is not what I was put on this earth to do nope. or to get done by someone else, have done un- upon to me. Not no. a sheep, God. Not a sheep, Lord. No. <laughs> I'm not like my brother. I don't fuck sheep. <laughs> Shit. Um, so the coat comes off and he's expecting all the sheep to just like tear this, tear him apart. Mm-hmm. But since he's been bit and he's he's got um he he has the mark of the beast. Yep. Uh, none of them like bother him because like he like he family now, so yep. he just he just walks all the way. Look he just up, walks on through. And yeah, then they just they Ugh. go back to business. Mi gente, mi gente. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, like he, um, he walks through. Um, he try like he tries to check in on his brother, but his brother is like. He's going full like sheep mode, like yeah, like um. Have you ever played Bloody Roar? I have not. No, what is that? So it's it's basically it's a fighting game where like they have like these super these super dope like fighters and all that stuff, but all of them have animal like fursonas. Like one of them can turn into a tiger, one of them can turn into like a deer or some shit. But like it was kind of it's kind of like that. This dude is like. Okay. He tur- he did like a full turn into like a big ass sheep. Like he was like on oh, some like bloody roar four type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um gotcha. <laughs> so hit obviously like him and his brother like get into like this big fight. And, you know, the the fight that they, that's been building up um between the two of them for their obviously their entire lives. Because like this is mm-hmm. like because uh, all, all all of this stems from Daddy liked you best, and yep. now he's gone. So, I am going to prove to our dead father that I was a better farmer than you. Because I'm, I'm like fuck just herding sheep. I'm going to make better sheep, and I'm going to be one with the sheep to show. Daddy you, issues were really fucking. Daddy up. girl, the daddy issues was out. <laughs> girl, like. Ooh, so he is fighting him. Um, like he had a he like he had um like shears in his hand, Henry, and then he stabs him. Um and then um the sheepdog comes out of nowhere. Oh, we didn't talk about the sheepdog. Okay, so this sheepdog smart, smart as fuck. Yeah. Very um, nice like like 
following them around the whole movie. And when the herd of sheep was attacking them, and uh, Tucker was like, "Come, like go, get get out of here, get out!" Like dog was like, "You, you ain't got to tell me twice." He was gone. Right. Like, yep. My nigga went over the fence like Jesse Owens. I was, he was like, uh, "I'm done." To the loo. No, yeah, I see what's I see what's happening, and I'm not with it. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> but he came back because he a real nigga. He's like, I, I, I can't exactly. just leave my homies out like that. Um. So. For some reason, Angus is like um, fixated onto the dog. I guess because it's a sheep dog, and like she, a sheep dog's job is to herd the sheep and kind of like bark right. and just be like, "All right, all right, y'all, like y'all gotta stay together like this." So he's like, yeah. so his sheep DNA kicked in, and he's cornered by the, <laughs> like this dog. And oh, see, okay, before all this happens, like before he transforms, um, dude, man was about to just leave. There's this like plane. Um, with like a propeller and he um, great foreshadowing by the way yeah so he um, he like he spins the propeller and it's about and he's about to just leave like shit um, and then we cut back the sheepdog is has has this giant sheep dude dude like fixated he has him like he's holding on to like his what I don't know like dog sheep like mental gymnastic snare whatever <laughs> so like he held he holds him in place and henry is just very very is just like he's frozen he's waiting like slowly slowly waiting for the plane to like eat to like level out and just like come his way and so like the plane comes through with the big ass propeller chops this big sheep nigga up like like makes cutlets up this motherfucker yeah yeah um we think he's done um henry um was it he, um yeah henry thinks it's all over but you know mm-hmm. like the, the the horror fake out like the monster got to come back one more time comes back yeah. and suddenly um experience and tucker show up on on a little cart thingy um with the with the antidote um yeah. they stab um, they stab Angus and Henry with like the what was like the the vaccine or they, like, whatever. Shove it in their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. They literally yeah. just shove it in, shove it in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it, on, on some weird shit. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Of of course, the only person of color in the movie got to come through and save the day. So that's uh, always. Right? That, yeah. Always. Like literally. If they don't die. Yeah. If they, they don't to, die. They yeah. But <laughs> he had a whole he had a whole arc. Like he came through with his yeah. friend. He got bit by the sheep. He transformed into sheep. He got better. He found the cure. He came through, and he like, like, yep. like T- Tucker is my favorite person in this whole movie. Salute just, a bad bitch when you see so, one. Okay, Period. okay. So, um, he turns. Um, Henry is like um, cured. Uh, Angus is cured, but he's like, be, like because of the propeller, he's like all the way like fucked up. He's, he's like lamb chops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, why did I think of that? <laughs> he gets up and is like, nah. He's like, he's like, it's oh he's like, bro, it's over. It, it let's right. just he's like, and then Angus is like, no, it's not over. I heard the sheep. I genetically alter the sheep. I became a sheep, and I will always be one with the sheep. So him, his naked ass, walks over to the herd of zombie mm-hmm. demon sheep, 
and it's like take me once more and they tear him apart specifically starting specifically with his penis and there yeah his like and the the practical the stretchy practical effects once again once, once again, again. <laughs> <laughs> they stretched oh my god when i saw that i was like y'all doing this shit on purpose and i'm really tired of it like i'm tired <laughs> It's like y'all oh really God. playing games. Y'all <laughs> playing all the games right now. Mm. Uh, they, oh, they tore, tore that man's tore penis off. off. Uh, like, like, and then they ripped him the fuck apart. To sh- yeah. So cannibalism. So you cut, cut to later on. Um, no, not later on. What? 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 Thing? Like they, they got like they got to cure this mess. He's like, they were like, they looked to Tucker. They're like, you got. Um, is is there like how much do you have he's like yeah th- this is not enough um this is not enough um antidote for all these sheep mm-hmm. um yeah. and then um earlier in the movie where experience in her um in her hippie environmentalist knowledge i'm um, talking about like the methane produced by um sheep flatulence and how it's like cha- changing the like the ozone layer and all, all that stuff um, which I, I, I learned about in, um, in high school, like, um, my biology teacher specifically talked about like cow farts. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, it's a whole, it, it, it's a whole thing. And so, yeah, yeah. In part of like all this craziness, like the sheeps are just like dropping bombs. So, yeah. And they're like, oh yeah. The, Cause that's how, that's how the whole thing ended. We, yeah. Talk about that, yeah. Right? So like, it was like, oh, sheep flashing. So they just like, they literally, they um, Henry just lit a fucking lighter, threw it, and that shit had me laughing. They I didn't laugh. <laughs> like this is some nutty professor shit. It like, really is. Like, oh my god, y'all really just blew up, blew up the whole fucking like farm with fucking with sheep farts. Huh? Oh god, <laughs> dear lord. Christ the King. Oh God! <laughs> but they cut to later on where they they produce enough antidote, where they transform, um, they transform Grant like the other dude um, back into a human with with the yeah. with the antidote as well as the um, the investors that were uh, like the the ones that didn't get like completely ripped apart. Yeah, um, it's very interesting that they as soon as they're um, they get cured, like they're all um, herding to they're all herded together, like sheep. They're all like herded together, yeah. so I think it's kind of like it takes a while for like the the shit to like wear off. So like they, yeah. they're still human, but yeah, um, and you know everything shit's happy. They're they're all happy. Um, Henry and Experience are like are like together now. You know, because you know, bonding through trauma, love it. Right, right. Um, <laughs> Tucker's fine. Like the the old lady's uh-huh. fine. Ble- bless her. Um, and then at the very very end, um, the damn sheepdog just starts, just lets out a bat. And then yeah. just ends. <laughs> I'm like, y'all pissing me off now. We, we. I guess he got. That maybe that little that little baby sheep is still out there, still biting people. 
and, and like and when and, and when the sheepdog ran off, like he ran it, he ran into homie and was and was like, hey. Nah. I heard that and I was like, wait, so when a sheep bites an animal, it turns into the animal. Like I was like, wait, so no matter what, maybe like a dog, dog sheep, like a dog sheep hybrid. What you know? the hell would that look like? Oh my god. Well, this amazing piece of cinema never got a sequel, so we will never know. <laughs> I can wonder why. Can you imagine? <laughs> I fucking no, no. Oh god. One was enough. Um, that, you know. but yeah, that is Black Sheep. Um, probably one of my favorite, current like actually currently one of my favorite like comedy horror movies because like it was it was so over the top and like it was, we, it was. and the way the way it was shot it was shot like a like a regular like horror movie you know they have like horror movies like on like farms and all that stuff like like zombie yeah. movies that like take place on yeah. like a farm and like those wide hills like like um none of the living dead mm-hmm. um 28 days later like th- those mm-hmm. those scenes with like the the wild those wide scenes with like zombies and shit but like they flipped it and made it about like sheep and they and they played it straight up like they, mm-hmm. they played it straight up ex- and like the jokes were very subtle and yeah. that's what i like that's what i like about a com- comedy horror no like over the top stuff just like yeah, it's a it's a ridiculous plot, but like play it straight and then throwing these little jokes like like yeah. kind of like sewing it. It 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 was it when it like this is what I wanted like a, a horror comedy. Like I you know I, I'm not expecting to like get freaked out too much. I mean it was like it was freaky, but not like scared. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm expecting to laugh. But like you, you thought it was a game, and then like I, I had you watch it. And, yeah. you were like, and you were sending me voice memos like every 10 minutes. Bruh, so we, it was you know, so much. Like, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> oh, shit. What's your, um, speaking of homely uh, comedy horrors, what's your favorite one? Do you have a favorite one? Uh, fa- favorite horror comedy. Um, I would have to say so bride of chucky and like see the chucky <laughs> the, like the, the I, I really i like those mm-hmm. um cabin in the woods is a good one have you seen cabin in the woods yeah yeah that that i i yeah that i really like that one it, it really like yeah. flips flips it on its head yeah. um scary movie three is, re- is really <laughs> scary movie three yeah. specifically yeah. Like um, Brenda beating the ring girl's ass. That shit was hilarious. Bruh, hilarious. <laughs> like, come on, bitch. Come on. Right. <laughs> oh, Brenda's the realest. See the realest one real. in that series. I love her so much. Fucking realest. So much. Um, yeah, after three, they just like stop. They stopped making sense. I mean, like, yeah, three yeah. started throwing in like random. Um, is when the series just started throwing in references from that yeah. time period just just to make a joke and then move on but yeah. it all came back to like a like a you know it had a central theme in it yeah, but yeah. then a- after after scary movie 3 it just like went off the rails it's just like all yeah. right let's just take let's just take the wildest shit that's happened the past 2 years or so and just like yeah. make a movie out of it it was it. like and a like, goulash yeah. yeah yeah like so the, like the first three scary movies were good cuz they were actually about something and you know yeah but yeah what about you? Um, I would have to say my absolute favorite, like the pinnacle, has to be Shaun of the Dead. 
Um, Yo. Shit. I like I, when I think about I a perfect know? one. How did I how did I not say that? I'm trash. <laughs> when I think about a perfect comedy horror, it like Shaun of the Dead is just yeah. like it. And it's got like it had got, everything. Uh, yeah, it's got baby daddy number number 26. Nick <laughs> Come on with the numbers. <laughs> Yo, have you you and you remember young Nick Frost? Like I love old Nick Frost. But you know, you know, he was so cute. Oh. I'm gonna Google uh, him. Yeah. I, I know, but like, yeah. you know, I, you know, I have several types. He is one of my types. So, you yeah. know, I'm not, you're not. No, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but yeah, Shaun of the Dead was good. Um, um, I, I think about uh, what you call it um, with Jesse Eisenberg. Is it Jesse Eisenberg? Because I always get him in the other one. Zombieland? Zombieland. <laughs> is it Jesse? Is it Jesse? Yeah, yeah, it, it's him. I he feel like it's not. Wow. Yeah, uh, no, I, I actually just watched the second one, the double tap. Even though it's I, have, been I still haven't long. seen the second one. It's um, it. It, it's okay. It's okay. Um, okay. Jesse Eisenberg, he does um, he does basic straight white boy shit, <laughs> uh, which pisses me off. Um, but it's it's a pretty decent movie. Yeah. Um, because yeah. the first one was good. I know the first. Yeah, one the first was really one was good. great. Um, but yeah, those I think are my top two. Yeah, um, and of course, like you said, scary yeah. movie. Like yeah. a bit, yeah. a bit fat phobic for the first one. Oh, it literally, it was absolutely. like the fatties go first. I was like, right. Not all fat, pe- not all fat people had a shape, girl. <laughs> I, I I think just for that statement, I want to make a zombie movie where like a fat person is like the is the, the last survivor. And yeah. like, and the skinny and I want the girls dude, to be like, how? And, yeah, yeah. I want, I, I want to have like a skinny dude who has a shit diet. Yeah. But just be, just because of genetics, like he's just skinny and yep. he can't keep up because no. his diet is shit. But we exactly. have this, this he fat can run around the block, and that's it. Yeah, we have this fat dude who who, who be working out, still fat, but also <laughs> works out. It's great in a zombie movie. Like I need like one one day, one 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 day yeah. to do that. So. Um, but yeah. yeah, um, that is those black my, sheep. Those are my tops, yeah. Uh, those are your no, tops. I'm just saying, those are my tops. You know, you, you have tops, you, you have tops? <laughs> good. I know, right. I know you're working on it, but I, I didn't, I didn't know you, you were that, you were that far in your, in your, um, first journey. So, <laughs> so that was black sheep, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> We are going to take yet another break and we will be right back. We are back to whatever the fuck this is. Yeah, I hope your mind has been cleansed of the uh, the sheep oh, shearing caucasity audacity fuckery mystery that we subject <laughs> you all to. Um, we will be getting guests again, just so so we don't have to fill the middle slot with just like wild ass. <laughs> Just know on the we on the on the episodes we don't have guests like ooh ooh girl big pussy you you won't know 
Wow. Mm -hmm. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dre, you got anything for the peoples? Um, yeah, just something real quick. Go right um, ahead. All right, it's time to scrape the plate. And I'm going to let Dre go first. I need, I gotta say it. I gotta fucking say it. Branding. Hashtag branding. Scrape. Absolutely. Scrape it all. Scrape it all. Um, so the only thing I want to talk about is um so as we as we know, like you know, um there's been like, you know, talk about Nigeria and like SARS. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I think you might be talking about one of the things SARS. I'm talking about. So thank thank you for that. I think oh, we, we, we might be we might be going to the same same auntie's house. All right, go ahead. It could be. Um, so we've been, you know, we've also been seeing like other, um, other talks about other countries in Africa, like the Congo, Liberia, etc. And um, so, you know, there's been talks about how the specific, you know, specifically from people who are native to those countries, uh -huh. about how um, how their leaders have sold them out. You know how they are. They they say the leaders have sold them out. Um, they are not a friend to um, to uh, Nigerian people or you know Congolese uh, people or Liberian people. They're saying we do not fuck with them uh -huh. um, because you know they are um, they're traitors basically. And um, what I have been noticing is that it seems like some white people have. Um, have the nerve to chime in and talk about the awful leadership in like African countries when their leadership in this country, the niggas that they voted for are absolutely garbage and traitors to their own country. So I think what I'm trying to get at is that white people stop feeling so comfortable in talking about other countries being this bad and this bad and whatever the fuck when you're voting for and putting in power people who are daily betraying the integrity of this country or what the integrity should be. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I don't think I need to get any more. Just like focus, like sweep your own front yard, sweep your own steps. Um, you can be an ally and you can be in support, but to go the extra mile and talk about how awful these African leaders are, girl, sit down. Relax. That is not your, that is not your lane. Not at all. Not Stay at all. You're, you're swerving. Your lane. <laughs> Stop swerving. <laughs> I love that shit so much. Yeah, stop swerving. Stop swerving, white folks. Um, I, I feel like anytime white folks try to be like allies to us, they never are able, like, I'm sorry, not never, but like a lot of times they aren't able to stay where they belong in the conversation. It's always, okay, girl, well, I feel like I can step over here and step over here and go into here. No, stay in your lane, stop swerving, period. Be an ally, sit there, um, and do what you use your privilege in the way that leaders of the movement to end these things are telling you to do. Stop taking the point yourself. That's all I got. All right. 
All right, so I have another thing to say about the whole, you know, SARS thing. So it it's great that I'm, I'm seeing so much engagement, so many people using the hashtags and SARS to um, bring awareness to the gruesome uh, acts of police brutality in Nigeria. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Um, it's just really great seeing the entire diaspora kind of come together um, under this hashtag to bring awareness to this. Um, what I don't understand too much is that people are people are getting extra upset at certain celebrities, um, black celebrities, for not like speaking out on this specifically Beyonce uh I think I think people feel like um since she wants to make money off of African aesthetics this that and the third that she needs to be one of the first people to speak up against this um things like that and and she did make a statement like a after the, the whole like um online like storm of, of vitriol and I'm gonna need y'all to stop relying on celebrities to like you use their voice to bring awareness to cer certain issues like I understand they have a huge platform and some people feel like they have like an obligation to use that platform for good or whatever, but just like it, just, just it's. I feel like it's a waste of time to like not to like knock on like Beyonce's like virtual door and be like, hey, please, uh, please help. Like it's just like it. I I just don't I just don't see like the use in it. Like I think like that energy should be spent to just donating to like like the, the the grassroots organizations like people who have like who have shoes on the ground who are actually like doing the work um not to say that these black celebrities shouldn't be but i feel and and they have like they like there's been a bunch of celebrities like speaking out but to like go out of your way to like drag them like and who who's to say that they weren't they weren't going to say anything and anyway. I mean, like, granted, like, her, the way her publicist handled it was kind of, was pretty dismissive. Um, it, it was just like, uh, and so, like, they, they then they came back with the whole, like, Beyonce says X, Y, Z, but, like, th this really wouldn't happen if y'all had just, like, because, like, the, the hashtag is great, like, on, on its own. Um, like, this this whole, like, celebrity, like, a aspects, it's, it just like fickle like yeah it puts more eyes on the situation but it's just like celebrities aren't superheroes it's not, it's not like the, like the fucking seven is gonna come down and like save everyone and shit like it like it just, I, i've seen like issues like this and like like big issues where um it got a huge mainstream buzz and people were like relying on celebrities to like reach out and say then remember coney coney 2012 or yes. coney 2011 yes. like not and like it was it was an issue 
but like it just felt like because like the minute it, it got to like mainstream it it felt muddled in yeah. a way it, it like the the dude who was behind that video like turned out to just like be on some like shady ass shit and he like lost right. his mind so it was just like just like listen to the grassroots organizations that are there that are like actually at like you know on the ground at the site where these where these things are where this shit is happening and just just focus on supporting them like don't don't waste your time yeah um yeah please like don't don't waste your time on like celebrities like if the and like they're like no shade they're celebrities like if, if there's a big enough issue like they will find a way to make themselves a part of it eventually so <laughs> And yeah. it's not like this is going to be solved in the next like two weeks. So like this, this is going to take like years and years of reform anyway. So yeah. you getting upset that the celebrity didn't say didn't say anything like the minute it got like eight million tweets. Just know, just know that a, even though it seems like Twitter is a very big space, a, it's still a very very small population of the world that actually uses it. Mm-hmm. like and people don't realize that like we are very much in like this twitter bubble and it's like yeah this is you know this is kind of like our like virtual world but like it not everyone is on twitter that just not like not every not everyone's on twitter not just like like y'all and like y'all are doing like everyone's doing great with like the like re- retweeting the hashtags and like liking all, all this stuff like the, yeah. the celebrity thing is just kind of like the, the icing on the cake so yeah that yeah that, this yeah. year has like shown that like this year specifically has shown that um like celebrity for a lot of things isn't really needed like people like like um when people were like organizing and like mm-hmm. doing black lives matter protests like after you know the shit happened while we were in fucking quarantine it was just regular niggas like we we've seen the powerful the the power of social media yeah whether it be Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, all three come together, and, like, this is just regular people demanding change by ourselves. We weren't, like, we weren't, like, trying to get, like, niggas were not trying to get celebrities to do it. Like, it was regular people um, donating to the Minnesota Bell Fund, and then celebrities got on it because they saw regular people. Uh Like, this is what happened. Like, this is what happened. Like, we have the most power out of anybody, for real, for real. And like when we organize, for real, we got it. Yeah, yeah. we got this. Yeah, we, we we got we got this. Uh, don't don't even trip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing I wanted I wanted to touch on. So Willow Smith revealed um, on Red Table Talk that re- uh, this past week that she and her brother Jaden felt shunned by the Black community over like their devi- defiance of gen- gender norms. The 19-year-old said specifically with the African-American community, I kind of felt like me and Jaden were shunned a little bit. We're not going to take pride in them because they're too different. Like They're, they're too weird. Like It came in response to her mother, Jada Pinkett, who opened up about her experience with mom shaming. Um, you know, she talks about, you know, with Willow, that was the first time she got like hardcore criticism. Um, you know, when you first cut your hair and all that, when there was a firestorm and all that stuff. Um, 
and they also spoke on although like Jaden hasn't really expressed his sexuality like so like specifically he's referring to Tyler the creator like as his boyfriend like in front of a cr- like a crowd full of people so um he he told he told nylon in 2016 of his gender expression you just have to believe in yourself uh the world is going to keep bashing me for whatever i do and i'm going to keep not caring i'm going to keep doing the same things i'm going to keep doing more things i'm going to take most of the blows for for my fellow misfits hmm um i have a lot of different feelings about this um and yeah um and some some people are saying that you know willow and Jaden's like frustrations with, with like you know the black community at large has to come is coming from a place of like status and like wealth and not like what it means to be black and like th- this that and the third but if you will remember like willow and Jaden, well I'm, I'm talking specifically Jaden got a lot of heat for wearing a dress uh, like wearing and like just be being a little bit more like effeminate and i'm not i'm not saying that they don't um they don't benefit from class privilege like obviously like they, they were born rich but also what are they going what are they going to do about it like they're, they're kids like they're still yeah you know, they're growing up but it's just, they're just like growing up in the public eye um and part of part of me feels like you know in in a way um you know, I can understand why they said they, they felt like, um, you know, Black people, like, you know, Black people, like, it's their, their age just didn't really feel them, um, like, bec- because of their alternative, um, like, lifestyle, or not yet, yeah, like, just how, how they express themselves on, on some, like, like, weird stuff, like, you, um, like, the indigo thing, like they, they like there's this one video where they're like they paint themselves blue or they like they're you know they're like indigo or whatever like they're you know they I I try to give them a little bit of grace because they're they're young big young kids trying to like experiment with different different shit and I'm like it like you're a teenager you were exper- experimenting with wild ass shit um it's just like you were experimenting with that shit just like in your room and nobody and like 80 million people weren't watching so it's just um but also um, i just i just go to think about like other rich black kids and how they were accepted and their um their performance of blackness and how how it um differs from willow and and jaden's like like Lil bow wow like everybody loved him because he you know he, he had on a big ass chain he had like the, he had like the hat like he had like the the car with the rims he he was he was doing songs with Lil Wayne like Lil Romeo like he was doing songs with like Master P and all that stuff like Raven like dancing all that stuff all these like poppy stuff like these are examples of rich black kids like same thing they they um they experienced like um fame and fortune at a very young age but they were readily, they were just, you know, automatically accepted um, stand after over at actually because of, you know, beca- and because they, they portray blackness, they perform blackness in, in a certain way. 
you know, even like like Mo, hell, Moesha, you know, like like Brandy, Brandy was was very very young, you see, then everybody wanted to be Moesha, but um, it, but I I do I do see um, like and and th- this definitely comes in like um. And I definitely think about my like my performance of blackness like o- over the years, like specifically when I was in when I was in private school. So like I I was born to like Liberian parents, but um, I, I I grew up American, and like earlier, I grew up around a lot of white kids. Um, <laughs> so it so when I got to like high school, like I I I talked like this. I was, like I was talking like this and like so I got I got a, a lot of you talk white from weirdly enough from, from black kids and white kids. It was like it, it, it was a very interesting thing to kind of experience. I, I, I felt like I didn't like you know, I didn't um like I, I guess I, I talked white. I I watched like, you know, I I know y'all are gonna be like, oh no, not this nigga's feelings, but like just hold on. But <laughs> yeah, like I, I talked quote unquote white. I watched, I watched anime. I was not really, not really into sports. Um, I mean, I played sports. Like I, you know, I, I was on the football team and all that stuff. But it came to like actually like knowing like shit about sports that I just didn't really care. So um, I can definitely get that. I can understand. I can understand like the the pushback and all that stuff. But um, it was, and it was literally not until. Um, Cause like Jaden was rapping, but like he was on this song with um, Justin Bieber, so like you know and he he's he was slowly like starting to like rap more and more, and at, and at the moment where like you know the young, like the the black kids quote unquote like found him cool like he was rapping like on some like you know on some like on this booming ass fucking um, fucking track. It was like okay, so like now he's performing in a in a uh, form of blackness that you all can like understand that you you all can it's it's easily consumable to y'all. Like Willow Smith is um, is posing in like a fancy fashion show now. They're like now now they're like black black enough, quote unquote. Um, I don't I don't one hundred percent like follow the whole thing, but like I I can I can understand why they, why they would they would feel that way. Because yeah, like black men and black women, like they're not, they're not one way, I guess, um, so, so to speak. Um, and yeah, it's just like it, because um, like it's it's not it's not like um, you know black you know black consumers have not um, have not embraced young black people with like fame and fortune in the past. It's just because they they were very like binary. It was like a young like young black nigga. He's like chain rims all that shit and like the young black girls are like um well yeah they they're easy they're more palatable and like willow is just it's 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 a little bit harder to um digest there so i guess i'm saying is that i'm i'm glad that they've been able to uh come into themselves um be more honest about their emotions like earlier on like willow smith um she's she's one of the She's arguably one of the first, um, no, like notable, like black women, like you know, like famous black black women, young black women who openly talked about like her depression and self harm, um, 
like in in like this generation so and it, it's 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 very raw it's um it's not easy to talk about stuff like that so i'm glad we're at we're at a point where more young black kids can be um can be more fluid with with their with their expression um yeah that, that's about it um that's all i have to say about that take a little sip of tea Last thing, um, no, 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 second to last thing. I, I got got another thing. Um, I'm disappointed in you, in um, in my my Negroid brothers and sisters. You all once again have let me down. Um, see, the Bible talks about false idols. You know what I'm saying? False gods and worshiping the wrong people for the wrong reasons. Um, and too many of you I've seen have, have fallen down that path. And I, I must say I'm disheartened. You see one picture of Tyler Perry in, in shape and you niggas lose your goddamn minds. One or two pictures of Tyler Perry being acceptably thick. And y'all y'all ready to just like y'all bust it open. Y'all 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 ready to let him like uh, put the house of pain on y'all. Like it's who hey. oh, God. You're not one of them, are you? They, wait, they, don't lie to me. Do you know me? Don't lie to me. Do you know? I feel like you, sir, sir. Listen, when I, I saw I, that, I find out. absolutely the fuck not. Okay. okay. Don't don't play with me. Not Mabel Simmons. Not Mabel Simmons. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, wow, y'all niggas are really obsessed with perceived masculinity. It is wild. It is wild because all it took was that and a beard, and niggas was like, "Get the draws, get the draws." <laughs> I, I'm just like, no, no. <laughs> I'm disappointed as well, so I understand very much. So, you think he's gonna come out like on his deathbed, or just like? afterwards like when it when his set mates are just gonna be like yeah um that nigga was think, like yeah i think a la patty labelle and luther it's gonna be something like it's, that it you know? like this, somebody's just gonna spill the tea on watch what just, happens live just gonna be talking about it casually but like, oh wait it, is that it, out it, oh, yeah, it, yeah. yeah andy cohen is gonna be like what because <laughs> look mabel knew what she was doing with that picture mm-hmm 
because like there's a little bit of Photoshop. I don't know if you girls noticed that, just a tiny bit. Um, Mabel knew. Mabel knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wanted to get the girls to talking. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I it's just gonna be like I at least at least he didn't um make us watch his like whole like transformation. Can you imagine oh, can, can you imagine a Medea workout video? Oh Jesus God, God. Hello, Churin. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, you just do these power squats like that three times a day for uh four four to seven times a week and woo 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 child. That means just gonna that, that means just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the north. <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> All that meat just gonna fall off the bone. <laughs> like Ruby and that white woman potion just fall meat falling oh off the bone. My God. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, the thirst was Free real. It. The thirst was real. And frustrating. Um, I was like, y'all really have been like I understand y'all have been in the house for a while. A while. A long time. Yeah. But god damn, go to horny jail because ain't no reason. Yeah. Uh the the homie uh Mikhail um has um aka I came to sin. It's just like um oh. Always I, like, chaos. I, I saw a picture. I saw the picture of him. He he sprung. He's fully sprung, and the nigga knows how to draw. And right. this nigga, he he's also made it. He's also previously um, made an erotic image of um, Stephen one Harvey. Steve Harvey with with a giant giant thing. So I'm 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 terrified as to as to what he's got coming next. So can't imagine. I can't imagine. Survey says, how big is Steve Harvey's dick? Oh, God. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> just, I need y'all to just love yourselves a little bit more. Please. Because it's clear. Think about what this man has done. Think about it. I, and I'm staring at him like he looks the same. He looks exactly just, the same. Like just, facially, it's yeah, right there. Exactly. But exactly. you girls saw like a big calf and and some a little bit of poking pecs and a beard, and you were like, "Oh, girl, I can't." Like, I'm good. Like, let's do it. Let me. Let me. You know, I'll let you bust it wide open. Yeah, I need. I need to hit the gym because, <laughs> like, I remember literally. I wasn't. I was. I've been taking. Um, I mean, because I'm vain. Sorry. Um, <laughs> like when I was in shape, like when I was in like rugby shape, uh-huh. um, I was taking I was taking um, mirror picks. And like one mirror pick got me like 800 some likes. I take yeah. the same mirror pick now, and I, I think I put on like 20 pounds, and not as much. Like I appreciate the support, but like hmm, it was just interesting interesting to see. I actually don't yeah. don't care that much because like I yeah, yeah I'm vain. I just do it to kind of like up myself um but like i'm i'm in uh, um i'm in a toad phase i will say like i had to shave my i had to shave my struggle beard myself um for okay. some headshots i had to take for this um for my voiceover website so like when i shave whenever i shave myself like my 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 cheeks just turn and just, just do a full oval red and just start bop, bop, 
God damn. That and like I haven't done a push up in like three months. So, you know. Once I tighten up, it's over, over for you hoes. Over for you hoes. Okay. Okay. No. Find y'all a church home, cause mm-mm. we are not lusting over Ma- uh, over Medea. Mm-hmm. We are not doing that. We are not ending twenty twenty like this. What is wrong nah, with y'all? We we can't. Okay, so after <laughs> now that that's over, um. And I know this is not McDonald's' fault, 100%, but I gotta, I gotta say this because I'm very, I'm very frustrated because it's just been, it's been too much for me to handle. Um, oh my God, this fake, stop it. Stop. I'm not about to play with you. So last week, I went to a McDonald's establishment up the road for me, and I asked for my usual, which is, and this is what, at like three o'clock in the afternoon. So, and I I went over there and I asked for my usual. I said, hello, can I please have two sausage, egg and cheese McMuffins with a hash brown and a bottle of water? And they said, you, you want to know what they said to me? Tell me. We stopped serving breakfast at 12. Wait, I have, uh, okay, continue. I have so much to say. What? McDonald's all day breakfast is no more. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> nigga, wait, wait a damn minute. When's the last time you've been to McDonald's? Last week, like I just said. And wait, and they and you was able to get you were able to get breakfast past? No, that's what I'm saying. It was it oh. was three it was three PM. It was three PM. I go no, over Okay, before I go, that. Hey, I'm I talking go, about before hey. that. Before yes. that, when was the last time you've been? Before the last time, when was the last time you've been? Like a week before that. And you were able to get something then? Yes. What the hell is going on in Maryland? Everywhere else, all day breakfast has been done for months. What the and hell? I don't know. I don't know about y'all hoes, but <laughs> my local McDonald's doesn't play that shit. It's not supposed to play that shit. Okay. I want my egg sandwiches at three p.m. I get up at one. I'm fully up at two. I walk to McDonald's at three. I get my sandwiches by 308. That's just how I <laughs> but this pandemic then killed something else important yeah. in my life. <laughs> something else. But also, mm-hmm. can we talk about the fact that you your local McDonald's serves breakfast up until 12? Nigga, everywhere else serves it up until 10.30. So y'all not... The over there, they're is, not listening to nothing. It's not all day. 
Y'all ain't listening to that shit. That is not the time to talk about an hour and a half in privilege in breakfast, no, all day is, breakfast. This privilege. is time. This is time. Because these niggas said, look, we don't care what the franchise rules say. We're going to do what the fuck we want to do. <laughs> Somebody must have caught them. Somebody had to catch them. In case you didn't need another reason to get 45 the fuck up out the White House. <laughs> when we had Obama, boom, we got all day breakfast. Trump, True. boom, no all day breakfast. When's it you decide. I don't think so. You decide. Wow. You made you made Sick points of for all me. y'all. Fucking tired. <laughs> God. Like. <sighs> You know what? <laughs> I'm going to go to the woods. I'm going to learn to hunt. I'm going to fucking... I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to get into a spaceship and go go, go to go to Jupiter. Like, I, I don't care if it's a gas giant. I, I will fucking like go around the orbit like my entire... like For the rest of my life. You're smart. Like... Yeah. Get this bitch out, period. Purr. Mm-hmm. Get him out. I'm so sick of this shit. Um, all right. So that wraps up Big Boy Brunch. Uh, thank you all for listening. Please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts, be it Apple, be it Spotify, be it Anchor, be it Google, be it Spotify. Any one of those things, just hit that subscribe button, hit that rating button, give us five stars, leave something nice, leave, leave something really nice, say something nice, talk to us nice, yeah. don't talk to us at all. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Big Boy Brunch. Dre, where can they find you? Yes, I am on Twitter at Exhibit Dre and on Instagram at Exhibit underscore Dre. All right. And you can find me on Facebook. No, fuck Facebook. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lolo Von Z. That is L O L O V O N Z. Thank you all. Um, what, what time? Oh, shit. It's Thursday. Is there is there a debate tonight? Ninety nine, yeah. Nigga, yeah. You know I'm grown, cause like I, I be hype, <laughs> I be hyped for a damn debate. Well, like it's son, like, I fucking like, Thursday night football. Like, dun 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 <laughs> oh, and this is the night that they gonna mute the mics. Fucking Shania wow. Twain walks but walks out like, are y'all ready to debate? Dun, 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 dun. That's the, Shania. The debates on CNN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh y'all. <laughs> or wait, was it? Did, she doesn't do it anymore. Isn't it like? Isn't it? Um, what's it? The the, the lady from. Lady from American Idol, the country singer. Talking about Paula Abdul. 
no, Wait, no, no, oh, no, Carrie Underwood. Yeah, um, I, it's, I, I, I could have sworn she's the one that does it now. Maybe? That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. I, well, do you are you planning on watching them? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. All right. We, I, I'll, um, I'll, I'll text you. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, we, we can just talk about this bullshit. Know, some, some wild ass shit. But while I while I edit all this all this audio, so thank you all for listening. Uh, tune in next week, where well not next or next episode where we get into some even more wild ass mess. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye, please. <laughs> <laughs>